All right. Hello and welcome to Three Friends in a Book. I'm Holly. I'm Janine. And I'm Caroline. We're coming at you today with a little bit of a bonus episode, a bonus summer episode, (laughs) where we are going to talk to uh, you about a few things that we really enjoyed this past year that maybe you might want to look at this summer. And then we're going to take a look at a few things that we're looking forward to this summer. And that could be books, could be TV, could be TV based on books. Oh, man, it could be at all. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll get us started. Um, one thing that I, and I know all three of us have read, that I was really into this past year was a book by Leanne Moriarty called Big Little Lies. And it's a book that actually came out, what, probably three, three years ago? Something like that. It's been a minute. But I um, kind of looked into it again, bit, bits of the book, because HBO did a, mi- a miniseries on Big Little Lies with Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman, Laura Dern, and it was amazing i still have two episodes to go to finish it but i've really enjoyed it it's very well done super well done what really well cast yeah because they're all these characters in this book all these really interesting and super kind of quirky characters and they just did a spot-on job yeah Mm -hmm. and it's on hbo right that's right so you can read the book then you can watch it on hbo and i remember even when i read the book and, and when i watched the show having like a like an like a physical reaction almost to the book because it's such an intense plot line, um, so I would highly recommend if you haven't read it, read it. It's a fun one. Anything by her, I feel like is really good. I would say, yeah, it it, it is not my favorite of hers. I I think the first one we read is actually my favorite. What Alice what forgot. Alice forgot. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where we started with Leanne Moriarty. That was, yep. and um, she has some earlier that we've never read. Mm-hmm. Um, and but then we, I think we've mostly kept up with what she's published since what Alice forgot. What about you, Caroline? Um, if I were going to make a couple recommendations to our listeners, shout out Judge Campbell, woo, friend of the pod. Um, <laughs> the I would, I think I would suggest um, you most definitely if you haven't read the Jan Martell trilogy, I'm gonna call it, go ahead and call it a trilogy. Um, then I would recommend that, of course, Life of Pi, but then uh, follow that up with Beatrice and Virgil and his new one, which isn't really new anymore, The High Mountains of Portugal. Uh, his style is one of my favorite uh, allegory stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, what I have on my bedside table that I plan to read as soon as I'm done with the podcast book is um, the new Neil Gaiman Norse Mythology. Yeah. That's sitting on my bedside table, and that's what I'm going to do next. That is not on my bedside table, but American Gods is, which is another one of his yep. books. But it is a super long read, and it looks a little intimidating, although I've heard it's a fast read, even though it's super long. All and it's a TV, are. And it's a TV show now. His books, so I love his books, um, and probably my favorite is called The Ocean at the End of the Lane. Um, and so that would be another, that's a really good. I didn't know that was Neil Gaiman. Okay. Um, that's that. That's a really good jumping in book. I feel like if you haven't ever read any of his, because mm-hmm. it's short and pretty simple, but it but it kind of captures him, I think, really well, all in one book. So he creates all this kind of you know fantasy stuff. I mean, all of his stuff has has its like toes dipped in fantasy uh, in terms of style, and so he. Um, I feel like his Norse mythology, um, and I think he said as much, where he kind of retells all this ancient mythology is um, kind of his him paying homage to 
all of the kind of original mythological, fantastical kind of stuff that has inspired most of his works. I wonder. Yeah, that's so, what American Gods is too. It's yeah. a. It's a. Okay. So, yeah, it, that would. Those would be an interesting pair read. Yeah. Um, because is one like Greek and one Roman? Um, I wonder. Well, one's Norse, what? right? Hence <laughs> <laughs> um, the name. <laughs> and I think American Gods, I, I think it's Greek, although I'm not real sure, but it's um, Americanized yeah. versions of all the gods. Yeah. Uh, Ocean at the End of the Lane, though, I think is a really good Gaiman bridge book from his children's aimed books like Coraline yes. to his adult books. Yeah, so, that's a good point. He did Coraline? Isn't uh-huh. that recently a movie? Look at me. Recent. What? <laughs> um, well, there's another podcast I listened to that talked about Coraline, the movie, because it's a, is it a, um, oh, like stop motion? Stop motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a stop motion. Sorry. I couldn't think of that word. Um, interesting. Yeah. It's not new. It's on Netflix. Gus oh, okay. loves it. It's like tantalizingly scary, but not too scary. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I might put that on my list for, to watch with, uh. My daughter. This. So you could do you could do a whole little Neil Gaiman. You said mm-hmm. Gaiman. I've always said Gaiman. So that's so. I'm sure you're right, and I'm not. No, but I'm Neil, not. you could do a whole little Neil Gaiman binge. <gasps> what if this summer? That's what maybe we, maybe I'll binge too. We could have a Neil Gaiman Gaiman. I think it is Gaiman. It sounds more right, more correct. <laughs> Who knows? It sounds more better. <laughs> nice <laughs> um, episode in the not near future because takes a long time yeah. to read those. Um, okay, H. All right, back to me. I guess uh, one of the things that I was kind of into the, for a while now, and I know that you have read them, Caroline, is um, the Greg Isles books mm-hmm. and the main character, Pen Cage. I was introduced to those books years ago by Drake and Zeke. <laughs> Remember when I used to get book recommendations from them? Indeed. Um, and the first one I ever read was The Devil Was Punchable. And all of those books by Greg Isles, I could not put down. They're so good. They're so good. Yeah. And there's several of them. But recently, in the past three years, he came up with a trilogy. Um, and the recent, most recent one just came out, and it's called Mississippi Blood. Is that what it is? But I would suggest any of those books. Yeah. Just look up Pen Cage um, series, and they are set in Mississippi. He's a lawyer. He's an author. I mean, kind of like, I don't want to say like John Grisham per se. I think this is a lot better than him, but um, um, really good. So I would suggest any of his books would be really good for summer reading. And you know what else I'm looking forward to this summer? Hmm. And I know we're all looking forward to this. What do you think it is? <gasps> G-O-T. Game of Thrones. Because <laughs> um, that is a, a book, and I have not read all the books. I've listened to them all. Um, on one and a half speed. <laughs> yes, because they, so, they were so long. Um, but the seventh season comes out in July, and I think that's something that we are all looking forward to. I am super fired up, yes. Um, so you can check out those books. I mean, I think I think they're great. They're have you have you tried any of them? Have either of you guys tried any of those books? Game of Thrones. Yeah, no. My That's dad not- is currently reading them all, but no. What does he think? I mean, is he it? He loves it. He yeah. eats it up. But he's a super big fantasy guy. I mean, I think you would like them. I mean, I know I would have, and I wish I would have read them before I watched all the shows. Like I, I um, 
you guys were talking about Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. And so I finally just kind of caved in and watched, started watching, and well, then I couldn't stop. I thought you would be interested because um, you love, like, The Hobbit, Lord I of the do. Rings, that stuff. That is my, and my dragons. go-to. I love Mr. Dragons. <laughs> but, um, but I'm also not the kind of person now who will go back and read them now that I've watched. Yeah. Now that I know the basic plot, even though there are a lot of differences I understand, um, I probably won't go back and read them now, but I really wish I had read them. I think I maybe watched the first two seasons, and then I went back and, and, and listened to them. Was that last summer? Two summers ago? I can't remember. I got another book. What is it? just popped into my head. What is it? For if, if people are looking for stuff to read this summer, this is not new. But I was just telling someone else about this. So if you like a good Sherlock Holmes oh. mystery, um, th- uh, there's an author by the name of Laurie King who writes a Sherlock Holmes, Mary Russell um, series. And I mean, there are probably, I'm not sure how many, but upwards of 20 or more of these books. And so um, Laurie Russell is this young girl who ends up, uh, I think she is, uh, at some point she's rescued by Sherlock Holmes, but then they end up marrying. And she's this young girl who is... um, equals him in wit and intelligence and so she they together start solving all of these mysteries and so if you just like a good mystery and especially i love sherlock holmes and um she just does it all really well she writes his character kind of spot on and then she makes this laurie this um mary russell just the female Sherlock Holmes. Interesting. She's just sassy and in everybody's face, and it's so it's so good. Do you have any of those? Um, I might. Most okay. mostly those I got from the public library. Okay. I might check those out. Um, but mm-hmm. you should. You could start at the beginning and just. I mean, yeah. those are and those you can read in like a day. Yeah. Um. So there, it's a good little. Yeah, that's fun. Good little series. What about you? Anything else, Janine? Well, before we move on. Um, I have a question for Caroline. No, earlier this year, I know you read the newest Ishiguro, right? Mm. Yes. Will you remind me about that? Um, I'm sorry. Um, We can cut this out. Can we pause? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hold on. Oh, the Berry Giant. Oh, that's all I needed. You don't have to cut that. Okay. It just took me a minute. That was we didn't we hadn't planned that. No, I was as you were talking about something else. Uh, oh yeah, I that's a good it. one to that's a good one to talk about. Uh, so um, for those of you who've read Never Let Me Go, um, his kind of you know his big one, I guess that was made into a movie. Um, it's a good one to read. He is a super eclectic author, and all of his novels are very different. So The Berry Giant is a fantasy. Um, genre. It takes place in England in, um, I, I could not tell you what time period right now, but um, the, the basic premise of the novel is that um, there has been a cloud that has kind of um, come in and descended on um, this, this community, English society, and it's causing people to lose their memories. And the novel then follows this couple, this elderly couple, which sounds really weird, I know, but it's not. It's not weird. It all works beautifully. Um, Through this adventure where they're like, they've lost some of their memory, so they can only remember parts of their past together. They think they have a son, but they can't really remember who their son is or where he is or why he's not with them. And they end up going on this grand adventure um, to essentially to find their son. 
Um, Sir Gwaine shows up. They meet Sir Gwaine and a dragon along the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and he ends up kind of escorting them. And so the novel ends up being about um, lots of different things. But one of the big things is memory and how much memory makes up who we are. And how you can't, you kind of can't, um, though we only want to, to choose to remember the good things, that if you leave out the bad things, then you're not whole. Um, it's very cool. It's it's allegory. And there's all this early Brit lit stuff, you know, that, that pops up. Uh, so they're making their way around England. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Interesting. I haven't heard you talk about that. Yeah. I can't so believe I you that one didn't me. think about that for summer reading. You know, I have, I thought about it last year, I guess, for mm. summer reading. And then, um, it, it is a book that I would like to teach mm-hmm. with my classes. I think they would enjoy it. I think. And it might be that they need to have read the, gone through your curriculum first. That's, that is in, in fact what, what I thought, why I didn't do it for summer reading because I'm not sure you, I'm not sure, um, a 16 year old would find it that interesting if she didn't have the, some of the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think our older listeners <laughs> would, who, you know, who. Listener, who, let's just be honest. Are, <laughs> what? <laughs> who are gone. starting to, you know, who, who want to spend some time thinking about conf- that self reflection, I guess, introspective mm-hmm. yeah. idea about who am I and how much control do I have over who I am based on what I choose to think and believe and remember and not remember and all that kind of stuff it's good stuff h you should read it i'm i'm I'm, you know what y'all i'm gonna make a list of all this stuff we're talking about and put it in the show notes so that people can look and then Mm -hmm. i can look um do you have any more recommendations yes i have one more too um go ahead so i knew that i wanted caroline to talk about that because i wanted to put it on my summer list the other things that as i um cleaned up the library last friday and was getting ready to leave after the last final and that's my official start to my summer reading when all the book most of the books are returned and i'm just plucking them except for the ones that holly quiet um sometimes i don't check out library books (laughs) confession and that is what will keep her from heaven. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's intense. Right. Well, Library heaven. You're, you're lucky that you have me to go back behind you <laughs> and check them out for you. I do. Um, in any case, um, one, uh, I ended up pulling uh, the newest Margaret Atwood. Well, that was going to be my next suggestion. Not this one. Go ahead. Um, off the shelf, which is Hagseed. And I, I don't know anything about it. I and, haven't read it. And I just I just grabbed it because it um, Margaret Atwood's been so much in the news lately and with um, Handmaid's Tale yeah. um, being a show on Hulu and all these comparisons, Handmaid's Tale to contemporary life just keeps coming up a lot. So I grabbed Hagseed and it turns out it is in a series of Hogarth Press's series of Shakespeare remakes. So it's a retelling of The Tempest. Oh. And so um, um, I'd like to make that one's on my list for summer. And then my one that I'm actually really looking forward to is the new John Grisham, which comes out June 6th. And it is called Camino Island. And it's a heist novel where someone, oh. somewhere, someone steals F. Scott's Fitzgerald's 
papers, his archives of some sort. Which oh. I, that is so right up my Very alley. Very cool. So I I'll think that, that sounds fun. I might take a look at that, too. So much to read. And so The Handmaid's Tale I read last week. And I've been watching the TV show. And I, if you're interested in dystopian novels, that is, is one that you could take a look at. Um, an interesting fact. We're doing for the summer reading for some of our juniors. They're reading 1984, another dystopian novel. Margaret Atwood wrote The Handmaid's Tale in 1984. What? <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> all right. So as I said, I will make a list of all these. We'll put them in the show notes so you guys can um, don't have to go back and watch and make a list of things. Um, but yeah, so we just thought we'd do a fun bonus episode. I hope that you guys have enjoyed it. We have lots of things to read, lots of things to discuss. Um, don't forget to to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us. We still don't have any ratings, but five stars, five stars, people. Um, yeah, I guess that's important. No, I mean, I don't know. I, just, I think the only reason why it's important is with more people review us and rate us, the more people be, can become aware of our podcast. Okay, so get on it, people. That's, if you're listening, that's really do it. I think the science behind it is just it will pop up more. Um, the more people enjoy it, the more people subscribe to it, the more people will find out about it. So, and can we just go ahead and add that um, into the water? Yep, that's the one we're getting ready to podcast as soon as yeah. I buy the darn thing and read it. I think I'm about a hundred pages into it. I've been, I listen to it on my travels, and it's a great one to listen to. You have to be a little patient because there's a ton of characters, but there are multiple readers, which helps. Um, a lot of the reviews on Audible were frustrated with it because of so many characters, but Full disclosure: I really didn't like the girl on the train. Uh, the girl on the train that was not yeah. a favorite of mine me at either. all. And I am loving this one. Yeah, me too so far. Yeah. Okay, so into the water. You can do that one first. Yeah, you do that one first, y'all. Go back and get the list. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.